Disney Plus and Hulu better together in a brand new bundle. Ready for an adventure? The greatest stories ever told on Disney Plus with The Mandalorian and Disenchanted. That's wicked. Wicked good. Critically acclaimed fan favorites on Hulu like Pam and Tommy and The Bear. Let's take it up another level. Save big when you bundle both for just $9.99 a month. We're so good together. All of these and more now streaming. Savings compared to regular monthly price of each service. 18 and over only. Access content from each service separately. Offer valid for eligible subscribers only. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh, where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Taylor, look, maybe we waited. Maybe we waited to collect all of the information for Super Wild Card Weekend, but here we are. Uh, the weekend here is here. We are. And our picks, I mean, people need our picks. That's just the bottom line, right? I mean, how can <laughs> anyone head into Super Wild Card Weekend without hearing from Let's Catch Up? And Taylor, I figure let's just, let's get to it. Let's not let's, let's dive right in. Let's not even focus on the past and what happens in it. that crazy well, well, Sunday well, night game. One quick, well, just one quick item. We'll say, I'll say one thing about the Colts, which is just, that was a shame. <laughs> I mean, you and I had. It was such a shame. And yeah. I will say, I think Rich Eisen tweeted out probably the best thing that I saw all weekend. It was something along the lines of the Colts were the one team that nobody wanted to see in the playoffs. And now they're the one team that nobody is going to see in the playoffs. Nobody will see them in the playoffs. That's that's a, that's a great point. Nobody wants to see the Colts in the playoffs. Guess what? They're not going to be. None of us will. Yeah, no, look, I, maybe it's not even a hard knocks thing for me. Obviously, it's a Philadelphia thing, but Reich and Wentz was loving that company. They were just looking so solid and so good. And sure. literally, they were coming on so strong, especially at the end of the season. It was like, wow. I, don't, I mean, the defense was strong. The offensive line was strong. The offense was strong. It was just it's kind of mind-boggling that they're not in it. In, it was it was looking good. The win against Arizona was feeling good, and since then, just boom, the bottom drops out. All right, but so that's our that's our one note on last week. Plus, you on the Chargers. Just I'll give you ninety seconds. I mean, what what do we think there? I mean, ninety wow. seconds. I think it would take ten minutes to fully dissect this game. But what a game! It was the most like heart pounding. I was on the sidelines, obviously, at the end of the fourth quarter assuming that we were going to get the Raiders player. Well, then, of course, we're going back and forth, back and forth. I mean, I've never seen a game like that before. I've got to give credit to Justin Herbert and his performance on that drive, literally not missing a single play. I've never seen a quarterback that in that environment, with that noise, under that pressure, just completely control and he was just, he was, it was Tom, it was a Tom Brady performance. Taylor, uh, I sent this to you. In the moment. I sent this to you in the moment. Fourth and 10, fourth and 10, third and 10, second and 10, fourth and 10. And it doesn't even face him. And, and, first and that's ten was such five. a bummer. I mean, wow. I feel like that team should be going to the playoffs. I think that Brandon Staley's getting a lot of, you know, questions around some of those play calls that he had. The one that I really don't understand is going forward on fourth down on your own 18, 17, 18 yard line, automatically giving the team at least a minimum of three points. I'm never going to really understand that one, but I do think that I'm a huge Brandon Staley fan. So just encompassing that season as a whole, I think that his aggressive, bold play calls throughout the season, it was more beneficial to them and added more positives to the team and their trajectory than negative. 
So while we're all sitting here questioning his decisions now, you know, like I think that we got to keep that in mind. We won't even do that. But I do wish the Chargers were in the playoffs and I think they should have been. That would have been the fun of the whole thing. That's what, that's what we wanted. That's what we thought was going to happen. And and that's it. It was just such a shame. And you and I thought that's where it was headed. And instead, you know, that's it. No Colts, no Chargers. And here we are. So, all right. So, so let's dive in. We're just going to go game by game and we're going to look at these these super wild card matchups. So that's it. All right. So so let's go. So Raiders let's and Let's start Bengals. us off with the first one, Raiders Bengals. I'm tossing it right to you Raiders and Bengals. I'm I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think that the Raiders have a lot of heart right now and they are winning games that on paper they shouldn't win and they're really they're really playing at like a the best level that I think that they could be playing with like with the talent that's on their team. I just don't I don't see the Bengals slowing down. So I'm going to go with the Bengals on this one. That's a great one. I am going with the Bengals as well. And just comes down to, it, it just comes Tiger. down to, and it comes down to the Tigers for me. I mean, the LSU connection is just too great. Mm-hmm. Burrow and Chase, you got to love what Mixon's been doing. I mean, he's just automatic for a hundred yards, it seems. So I'm loving what we're getting there. And, and that's it. I, we're both, we're both in lockstep. And let me just say this right out of the gate. When you look at these wildcard matchups, Taylor, it's tough not to look at each home team and say, win, 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 win. It's really, it is. It's difficult not to just give all of these to the home team. And, and well, which brings us straight to our next one, which is Patriots at Bills. You think that it's an automatic win for the Bills? So I'm going to go with Bills, but here's the thing. There's two games for this weekend that I'm going with only because I want to be right. And that's going to be this game and the game on Monday night. And it's because of who I said was going to be in the Super Bowl. And so it definitely alters and affects what I am saying now in regards to who can win these games. So I'm going to go to you first on Patriots and Bills. We saw this game in Buffalo. It was ugly and cold and awful during the regular season. Here they are for the third matchup in the playoffs. And what? how do you see this one? I'm... You know, maybe just for just so we have differing opinions, I think this is a toss-up game, but I am going to go with the Patriots. Okay. I think that we've seen a lot of inconsistency out of the Bills. I think that the Bills are a much better team. I do think that the Patriots have the best coach in the league. And I think that what we saw on that game in Buffalo when it was cold, and I think that Mac Jones only threw like three times total. It was um, no, it was the, the, it was one, two, three. That was it. So <laughs> kind of amazing, and that's what it was. I'm gonna go with the Patriots. Okay, okay, I like it. You're going Patriots. I will stick with the Bills, but again, if I was really dissecting this for this particular matchup, you could be onto something. You could certainly be onto something for what again. Belichick this time of year didn't get into the playoffs last year. A divisional opponent that he knows so well. Wow, it certainly could be that. All right, so for for Saturday, that's how we see it, Taylor. We're both on the Bengals. You've got the Pats. I've got the Bills. All right, let's head to Sunday now. That first game on Sunday, Philadelphia Eagles near and dear to my heart. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to go I with. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Brady and the Bucks over your Eagles. And why wouldn't you? And frankly, again, another matchup for the regular season that we're seeing again here. The Eagles fell behind 28 to seven in that game, got it to within 28 to 22, made it really adorable at the end. And then Brady just marched six minutes off of the clock to put an end to that game for the Eagles. I will say it is fascinating that the uh, Bucks are struggling so much with uh, the receiver position right now. 
and they are they do have some big holes and we aren't seeing the team that we saw last year by any means we've seen them kind of get a little bit progressively worse each game almost um but i do think that this week they will definitely beat the eagles well you know what we're both in lockstep yet again Love the Eagles, of course. Eagles gear when we do the pod. You know, my family's from Philly, and that's that's how I'm bleeding green on this one. But unfortunately, tough to go against Brady. Certainly tough to go against Brady in this first game against the Eagles. Uh, we're both on this with the Buccaneers, and the Eagles had a great season. I think Sirianni deserves a lot, deserves a lot of credit. That's their moment. Their moment was making the playoffs. That's going to be it. Sorry, I just I don't see the upset there. Niners and yeah. Cowboys. Taylor, incredible history between these two teams, incredible playoff, yeah. NFC championship history between these two teams. Niners and Cowboys, wow. I, this one's this one's fascinating to me, actually. You know I love Zach, but, you know, give me this one. I, Are you I, I going really, with the 49ers? I'm going to say 49ers. And now, the wow. reason I'm going with the 49ers is, like, I would say this, Taylor. For week 18, the quarterback with the most impressive performance for week 18 was who? Now, uh, you don't say Dak had, look, Dak, had the five, Dak had the five touchdowns on Saturday, and that was awesome to see, of course. And he broke Romo's franchise record, and he obviously smashed the Eagles, who didn't have everybody out there. And Dak looked on point, precise, surgical. Everything you want Dak to be, offense was clicking. Again, consider the opponent because the Eagles were resting many players. But – that was an awesome performance, but 90 seconds, no timeouts, season on the line. What Garoppolo did, hitting mm-hmm. Debo the way he did, and tying that game up, and then finding a way to win in overtime. I thought Garoppolo was the best quarterback of Week 18. I feel like riding that, and in an effort to not pick every single home team across the board, because you know it's not going to be six for six home teams this weekend. I'll say San Francisco here in Dallas, and you know that I've been high on the Cowboys, and I thought this is a team that could end up in the NFC Championship, but I'll say Niners. What do you got? I'm going to go with the Cowboys, but I do love that Niners pick, and by the way, that word that I was searching for for describing Justin Herbert's performance at the end of the fourth quarter was surgical that I just yes. couldn't come up with, so way to go in that's explaining a, it yeah. through Jimmy G. That's it. Look, we're, uh, we're I think here for each other, all right? Initially, I love, we're, I love we're that the 49ers have come on so strong, and I love that they're kind of like the silent horse that nobody really thought were that strong or good this season, and they are playing so well right now, but I do think that Jimmy's hurt thumb. There's some question marks there. Um, I'm going to go with the Cowboys on this one. I don't love, like, again, I feel like this is one of those toss-up games I think it could go either way, but I, I think that the Cowboys will end up pulling this one out, just being at home. Even though I, even though I chose the Niners, I wouldn't be shocked to turn that game on and see the Cowboys have their vintage at-home offense that has been dominant at times this season. Outside of that weird, ugly Denver game, this offense has been very good at home, and that's who you very well could see, and, and it could get ugly, but... I'll say Niners. I think it's going to be a close game. That's it. All right. Steelers and Chiefs on Sunday night. And of course, Ben's saying all the right things. We've got no chance. Nobody expects us. We're double digit underdogs, et cetera. Fun, but- fun element of this game is that Gigi will be back, I think. Um, I spoke to him yesterday after practice. He said that That's awesome. first practice went really well, like shockingly well. And so it looks like he is going to play Sunday, which will be a little bonus and, you know, sprinkle 
for Ben Roethlisberger in there, but Kansas they City need help. Look, they, they, one, need, they need help. In, they need help in regards to weapons. Najee's been awesome all season. I would say from the wide receiver position, it's been very up and down. Deontay, Chase Claypool, James Washington. It's, it's been really all over the place uh, from a wide receiver standpoint. And frankly, Ben's arm has been questioned all season. Yeah. But we're both, I think we're both on the Chiefs here. The Chiefs, you know, Chiefs could very well be in the Super Bowl. I don't expect them getting tripped up here. Didn't love what we see out of Pittsburgh in the playoffs last year, of course, against Cleveland. That brings us to Monday night, Taylor. Cardinals and Rams, a game, again, that we're seeing for the third time, another one of these divisional playoff matchups, which is really cool. You know, uh, divisional teams in the playoffs, love to see these. Cardinals and Rams has been close. Each of these games were great this season during the regular season. Now in the playoffs, Monday night. Love that we get a Monday night playoff game. What do you think here? I am going to go with the Rams. I, would I think say we've Taylor. seen this the last couple of seasons where the Cardinals start off so strong. They're always one of the last remaining undefeated teams in the league. This year, they were the last remaining undefeated team in the league. And then we just see them falter off at the very end of the season. And we've seen this last year, and now we saw it this year. And I am not sold on them at all, Okay, especially so without DeAndre Hopkins. And I think that's the key is the DeAndre Hopkins injury in the playoffs. That's the guy you need when you need one play. Look how they got one play last year in that game against Buffalo, Hale Murray. So a lot of people also are off the Rams bandwagon now, especially because of what we saw in the, in the final game against San Francisco even. And people, of course, doubt Stafford, who's never won a playoff game. This is another one of those games that I probably would dissect even deeper if it weren't for the fact that I chose Rams and Bills in the Super Bowl to start the season. So I sort of feel tied to the Rams at this point. I also think this could very well be get-right game for the Rams. We could all of a sudden see the Rams again looking like they were at the beginning of the season when many people said, wow, McVay finally got his guy, and this is the team. I see the Rams get it together for this game Monday night at home. And of course, remember Arizona, by the way, has been a much better team on the road than at home. So don't mm-hmm. be surprised that Arizona is going to look a lot better than what you've seen recently also, because they have been a very, Kingsbury has had this team on points on the road. All right. So Taylor, recap real quick. We'll go back to Saturday. This is how we see it. Taylor likes the Bengals, the Patriots, then the Bucks, the Cowboys, the Chiefs. And on Monday, you like the Rams. Sam likes the Bengals, the Bills, the Bucks, the Niners, the Chiefs, and the Rams. So there's two games that we see differently, Taylor, bottom line. That Bills and Patriots game, and then that Cowboys and Niners game. So have those circled. All right, we will have plenty more, Taylor, divisional matchups for the next time. And we'll look ahead and maybe recalibrate our Super Bowl picks, depending on what we've got here, and, and that is that. But but a super, super wildcard weekend. And just before you go, Taylor, I mean, I said it Monday night. Do you like the idea that there's a Monday night game? I mean, that's the, the new piece of this particular season. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's fun. Sort of it spreads it out. Monday night. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely. I, I think that's way more fun. The I, more I think football, it's cool the better. Why not? More days of football, right? I mean, it depends on the ask. So you want to marry my daughter? Yes, I do. 
So do you hang out in the hood all the time or do you just come up here for our food and women? This January. Your family, my family. I don't know how this is going to work. I like your braids. Thank you. Exhibit head braids. Jonah Hill, Lauren London, David Duchovny, Nia Long with Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Eddie Murphy. What's up with white cuz? Am I white cuz? Well, I'm not. You People, directed by Kenya Barris. Rated R. Now streaming only on Netflix.